They hate this. <laughs> it's time to get on the box. Let's start the music. Hey, what's up, people? Joe Green here. This is another episode of On My Box. All right, in this episode, we're going to talk about the latest action movie that's out there, Hobbs and Shaw. So if you know me, you know I love action movies. We don't get to talk about that on Hero Talk, so I'm going to talk about it here on my box. All right, so before we get started, I want to give a big thanks to David Whalen, who came out last episode to talk about horror movies. He is the creator and producer of The Correct Handed Productions. He is the artist and writer for The Offspring comic book. So check out their Facebook page, Correct Handed Productions. From there, you can pick up his comic book. I know there's a Shop Now button. Uh, we had a good time. I hope to hear from him in a future episode. We can maybe talk about some sci-fi and stuff. If not here, on Hero Talk. Always got to give a shout-out to Austin Green, A Green Dot Designs for all the work he's done. So check out my logo on my box. He did that, so hire him. The kid needs some money. He's going to school. And also to Bobby Warden for his two veterans online for all the Hero Talk merch that he's helped us out with. All right, on to Hobbs and Shaw. All right, so that's part of the the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm gonna I'm on the box, so I can admit that I do like the Fast and Furious movies. I do support them. I go to movie theaters and watch them, like the weekend when they come out. Uh, I will talk about that later, but let's talk about Hobbs and Shaw right now. So it's that action hero team up between right now two of the top stars in the movie industry. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham, The Transporter. You don't really get uh, action hero team-ups. So, like, when I grew up in the 80s, man, uh, we had all the, the great action heroes, man. We had Schwarzenegger, we had Stallone, we had Chuck Norris, we had Dolph Lundgren, man. Even, like, Van Damme Seagal, man. But, like, those guys never really did a team-up. So I think, like, Van Damme went to do a team-up. He just did a, a twin of himself. What was that, Double Take? <laughs> there was... A, a team up between two action stars, Stallone, you know, who's a big time action star, and not like a super big time action star, but still action star. Kurt Russell, they teamed up to do Tango and Cash, and that movie was was awesome, man. I love Tango and Cash. I mean, one the bad guy was Jack Palance, man. Yeah, you, you know, Kurt Russell, Snake Plissken, Stallone, you know, Rambo, Cobra teaming up, and like that stuff really didn't happen. Nowadays, you know. Like, we got, you know, well, I guess because of Stallone, you know, doing the Expendables, making, like, the super awesome team-up of action stars, you know. Then he finally did some movies with Schwarzenegger after Arnold finally finished up his governor's tour. So the team-up is, is not, you know, I guess it's not an ego thing anymore. I guess it's all about money. So, I mean, of course, when you put The Rock and Statham together, you know you're going to make money because, you know, look at it. <laughs> they did that. So we got the, the team-up between The Rock and Statham in the Hobbs and Shaw part of the Fast and Furious franchise. The Rock came into the Fast and Furious franchise in uh, was it Fast Five. Loved that movie. Uh, I actually watched that. That was like the f first Fast and Furious movie I watched in the movie theater since the first one. I, I guess The Rock brought, you know, brought it to a whole new level. And then, like in, was that, Furious 7, they, they did it in, like, I guess they had the end credit scene in 6, where they where they changed uh, the ending in Tokyo Drift, Han's death, and it made Jason Statham the, the killer, the, the, the driver behind the Mercedes-Benz that hit him, you know? And it, it's pretty cool because Jason, 
I believe he was driving a Mercedes Benz in his transporter movies. Like, oh man, so like, so in Furious Seven, you had the the transporter versus the the Fast and Furious crew, and then they brought those characters in into the Fast and Furious franchise. Rock Hobbs character man, he's like Superman, you know, Superhuman the Hulk man, and then like Statham, you know, he's also Superhuman. All these guys in Fast and Furious are Superhuman man. It's 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 not it's it's an action like fake superhero movie because these guys do crazy things man it's not realistic and and i don't care that it's not realistic because all i want to do is see it is a damn action movie i just want i just want to say like oh that was cool you know oh man that was no joke Ugh. that's all i want out of an action movie man <laughs> i don't want i don't want to think about what i'm you know what i'm watching <laughs> so those two guys got into the franchise man and furious seven and like you can tell man that camera chemistry was like on point man when The Rock it busts out of jail, man, him and Statham doing the, the jail bust out scene, Statham, yo, it, it was like, yo, you got to put these two guys in a movie, man. And so they made up this this spinoff between those characters, Hobbs and Shaw. So when the trailer came out, man, I was super amped, man. Because again, like I said, I do like the Fast and Furious movies. I watch them all. And I'm going to watch them all. I'm, I'm going to keep them watching. If they, if they make 10 more of the motherfuckers, I'm watching them, right? <laughs> so the trailer came out and they introduced Idris Alba. So I'm probably going to butcher this guy's name. But they introduced him as the bad guy, right? And on the trailer, he comes out like, I'm black Superman, you know? I guess they didn't, uh, people were mad at him being black James Bond, so he he became black Superman. <laughs> yeah, so from, from the trailer, you're like, yo, man. So you got The Rock, you got Statham, and you got Idris Elba as the bad guy. Like, you know it's going to be, you know it's going to be good. The movie comes out. I'm there. I'm not, I'm not there Thursday night show, but I'm, I'm definitely there opening weekend. And I go to watch this movie, and I was very entertained. I, I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I enjoyed the Fast and Furious. It had that Fast and Furious feel without the crew, uh, you know, with, with the characters of Hobbs and Shaw, which I like, you know? If you're listening to this, and you're like, oh, don't spoil it. Like, by the time this comes out, man, it's been like a month. So if you haven't watched it, and you're waiting for DVD, I'm really sorry. I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to talk about some parts of the movie that I, I enjoy that made me laugh and stuff. I don't know. Just skip this episode and go to the next one. <laughs> All right. So they introduce Hattie Shaw, which is uh, Jason Statham, the Decker Shaw sister. And she's working for MI6 and she has to retrieve this this snowflake virus. But they say like makes you all like all your insides like turn to jello or some crazy stuff like that. But when she goes to get the virus, she gets uh, trapped by Black Superman, Idris Alba. His character name is Brixton Lore. You know, so she injects the thing, the, the virus inside of her so he can't get it. And then she goes on the run and he frames her. So, of course, then they call in Hobbs and Shaw to capture her. All right. So. Real simple premise of the movie, man. I mean, you get it from the get-go. You know, Hobbs has an interest because he's a tracker. He's just doing his job. And then, uh, you know, obviously Deckard Shaw, Statham's character, has an interest because that's his sister. One thing I, I was kind of like, I, I wasn't feeling. So they, they brought his mom's back, played by Helen Murray. She's Queenie Shaw. Um, she was in uh, was that Fast and Furious 8, Fate of the Furious. But they didn't bring his brother in, Owen Shaw. Like, I was like, no, like, they just didn't even talk about him, man. It's like, he didn't even exist. Like, and I, I thought that was pretty messed up, man. Because, like, they had, like, flashback scenes with uh, Decker and his sister, Hattie, and, and, you know, just playing and stuff. Like, yo, where's Owen? Like, they just totally just left this dude, like, in the cold, man. I guess they left him in the Black Ops site. <laughs> I guess he had to go back <laughs> after Fate of the Furious. 
Rock and of course when 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 Rock and and, and Statham and Hobbs and Shaw realize they gotta work together, you know, of course they hate each other, you know. Your simple buddy cop, you know, they they don't get along. They gotta work together, you know. They never really, you know, like you already know the whole premise of the whole story if you ever seen a buddy cop movie. But and that's what it is. But either way, the scenes, you know, so like the act one. Uh, they got they got to get uh, Hattie. They get into the CIA building. Then old Black Superman comes in, busts through the window, and it's that scene in the trailer when he's running down the side of the window. You know, and, and most of the trailer, like you've seen the cool action scenes. Uh, so I'm not I'm not gonna totally ruin it for you. So they do that scene, and then they do the chase scene in London, and of course it has that Fast and Furious feel. Uh, like a modern Fast Furious, not like the original Fast Furious when it's just cars, you know. Because, like, Brixton has this, like, super bike man, this computerized bike man. So he's doing all, all these weird stunts. Like, the bike just, like, rides by himself. It's like it's like Knight Rider, <laughs> but a bike. It doesn't talk to him. But but he has all these weird enhancements and stuff. And, like, his brain is a computer, so he's seeing things like the Terminator man. Like, he's seeing the trajectory of, like, punches and stuff, which is why he's Black Superman. So... They, so they they have the chase scene and that's pretty cool. Like even though you've seen it in the trailer, you know when, when Decker slides underneath the truck and then uh, Brixton on the bike goes off the back of the bike, man, and, and slides in the you know, it's still hype in the movie. And then so that's pretty much like Act One, man. Them them getting getting together, all three of them, because you know if you see in the trailer, it's all them working together. Act One ends with that motorcycle scene. Then, like, so as, as it progresses to Act 2, they realize they got to get this virus out of his sister, all right? So they got to find the guy that put it in, you know, the, the, the lab nerd geek, because it's like Brixton works for this, like, crazy terrorist organization, E.T.E.ON, man. It's like if Cobra from, like, G.I. Joe, like, actually, like, made it through the 21st century, this is what you look at, man. This, this is what I see, man. I'm surprised if you see, like, Dr. Mindbender and Destro or Cobra Commander in there. <laughs> but it, it, that's what it is, man. It's a, it's a terrorist organization bent on world domination, you know, like, just like Cobra was back in the 80s. So back to the story. So one fun, cool part in the garage scene is uh, Decker Shaw's this is garage. You know, he has all his cars, man, all his fast, cool cars. And the last car he has is a little mini Cooper. He says, oh, I did that for an Italian job. So he's like, uh-oh. Well, you know, is he playing the guy from the Italian job? You know, is that Pretty Rob? <laughs> uh, like that movie, man. I don't know. So that's the, the big the big hoopla. It's like, oh, is the Italian job part of the Fast and Furious universe? You know, shared universe, man. Marvel changed the game. You know, Endgame changed everything. But, uh, yeah, so that, that was a little cool part. Then they got to go. So they got to go to Moscow and, and, and to the Ukraine because that's where the, the secret Etion lab is, where they can extract this virus out of his sister. You know, like I said, it's just like it's just like a Cobra base. It really is. <laughs> but, but Decker has to go to, to Moscow to, you know, to meet his hot girlfriend to give him all like, you know, his, you know, some weapons and stuff and all, you know, because I got this plan. You know, you got you to throw in the hot girl in there for him because the rock is like pretty much trying to get with his sister. So, <laughs> so they do that little uh, scene in Moscow. And then, then, so they go to Ukraine, right. To extract the virus from his sister and, you know, and his sister, I guess she used to be a con artist with him. Then like, so they come up with a plan that like she gets captured and then they'll go retrieve her and stuff. You know, hey, you know, like I said, it's just a typical, you know, typical movie, man. There's nothing, there's nothing mind blowing. There's nothing like, Oh man, that, that was new. It's, it's a real simple plot, man. Then when they go to Ukraine, man, you got the scene like when they like the two different doors and then the rocket has the one guy and Statham's beating up the other guys and then he can't get the the guy to to let him in, you know. But of course, 
when they get through that scene, then the other side is them, you know, Black Superman waiting for him with his army, so they get tied up. That is all a plot. And then, you know, they run out of that, you know, blowing up buildings and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, all those scenes are pretty cool. It's funny. They got to, you know, they got to find some place to hide and get this virus out of because the machine, they got broke, you know. So where can they go? Well, the the Rock's character says, let's go back. He's, he wants to go home. He wants to go to Samoa, right, because he hasn't been home. And, you know, his family, you know, he, you know, you don't know why he doesn't go, go back home. But when you get there, you're going to learn because now you can learn about his character. They, they do enhance on the character's backstory a little bit more. So Shaw Deckard, you know, him and his sister had a falling out because she thought that, you know, he turned on a, you know, like on, on the MI6 team that he was. And, and he ended up, you know, having a, a relationship with, with Brixton, the black Superman, because he shot him because that guy turned. And then so they got beef. But, you know, come to find out it was Brixton, you know, so the sister, like, she left him for no reason, you know, so they got to make amends and stuff. Because there's a part where, where Decker goes see his mom's in jail, you know, she goes, oh, I wish you and your sister were here. And that's what I said, like, yo, where's Owen, man? Like, you know, she was bitching about Owen and, and Fade the Furious, oh, you and your brother. Uh, so, like, just now it's just him and his sister, man? Like, come on, man. Like, they totally just threw that guy to the curb, man. Like, he was the bastard stepchild. <laughs> but, so, the final act, man, they go to Samoa. And then the Rock throws in, you know, all yeah, everybody he can, man. So uh, you got to get a good appearance from Roman Reigns, you know. And then it has a big old street fight with all the, the his Usos, his brothers. I'd say like this: the final fight, man, is pretty cool because then, like, you know, in Act Three, you realize that oh, we got to work together to beat Black Superman because in Act One, he whooped their ass hand to hand combat. In Act Two, he was whooping their ass, but you know, he they they got away, you know, he, you know, they couldn't beat him. And in Act Three. They got to fight together. It's your typical, oh, let's team up because even though we hate each other, now we're friends and this and that. I mean, that's pretty much a basic. So, I mean, I, I guess I didn't spoil much. I'm not going to give you the ins and outs. So, go see it, man. It's, it's, re it's really entertaining. If you want to, like, really think about the plot lines and stuff like that, nah, it, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, she, she has, like, 20 minutes to get this virus out of her with 23 minutes left or something like that, you know? But, like... You know, she had a two days, but then, you know, people didn't, you don't take consideration like time, you know, like traveling from London to Moscow to Ukraine to Samoa. So, like, if you want to think about that, you know, that's going to ruin a movie for you. If you just want to watch The Rock and Statham, you know, fight, kick ass you know, against, you know, Idris Alba's Superman character and have cool stunts and stuff, then this is the movie for you. And this is what I like about this movie, man. Stunts and action. I don't care about it. There are some plot elements and stuff that kind of really bug me. When Shaw's kind of making up with his with his sister, when Decker's making up with his sister, you know, she's like, oh, I thought you went dark and stuff. She's like, oh, I did go dark, you know, something like that. Like, hey, yeah, man, you killed Han <laughs> in Tokyo Drift, man. <laughs> like, you know, you killed him because he messed with your brother who's just been written out the damn series. <laughs> it seems like. There, there was this thing on the internet where they said they were going to atone for Han's death, and they really didn't. You know, I guess Michelle Rodriguez, she was all mad about it because they the director really didn't really didn't like uh, harp on that Han's death. They didn't even mention his name, man. I was pretty surprised that they didn't really have many any characters from Fast and Furious like pop up. Like I say, especially his brother. You know, I don't know, Owen Shaw. You know, so I mean, I, that's really Statham's um, character. You know, and then like the Rock's character is about him. You know, making amends with his family. And stuff like that. Uh, I, won't, I won't go into the details about that. Just go watch it if you haven't watched it. But it, it, it was cool. Like I said, then you know, of course, he you know he's flirting with you know with with the sister and stuff, and you know because she's a real kick ass badass girl, you know, and that's that's what he likes, you know. <laughs> so 
and the chemistry between the characters were good. Like I said, like the chemistry between uh, Hobbs and Shaw, those characters was good in, in the Fast and Furious movies. All it did was enhance it um, as you know as the movie goes on. And it just, like I said, it just becomes a buddy flick. Two surprises in there was uh, Ryan Reynolds' character. Okay, so the director for this movie, it was directed for Deadpool 2. So, you know, Ryan Reynolds in there. He's the one that gets the Hobbs, the, the Rock's character, to go find uh, Hattie Shaw. And, of course, Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds, man. He just plays the same Ryan Reynolds Deadpool character. But one scene that I really like, and I'm going to spoil this, is we're on the plane flying to Moscow. You know, they, they, they're sitting there and they're bickering back and forth and stuff. And then, of course, like, boom, pops out the, the, the air marshal. And it's played by Kevin Hart. <laughs> funny scene, man. Funny scene. Because I'm sitting like, why the fuck is Kevin Hart in this movie, man? Like, And it's like, and he's not going away. <laughs> but, hey, if it's The Rock, yeah, I guess he got to put his, his little bestie in there, Kevin Hart, man. And, and that was pretty cool. You know? And he comes through, you know, he, like there's another scene you know, where he, he hooks him with the flight to Samoa. Like, all in all, man, it, it, it's a it's a good movie. Like I said, if you, if you just want to be entertained and you like the Fast and Furious stunts, you're going to love it. You know, like if you want to like have like a uh, a mind bending spiritual movement, then nah, it's not really not for you, man. It's just go there, just enjoy, you know, just enjoy the movie, man. It's an action movie. It's not supposed to. It's not supposed to enhance your mind. It's just supposed. It's supposed to make your mind turn to jello. Watch cool stunts and and fight scenes and stuff like that. Uh, I've seen like ranks where they say like, where does this rank with the Fast and Furious movies? Like, um, I don't know because. Honestly, I think all the Fast and Furious movies are pretty much the same. You know, I, I say, I'm not going to say that Hobbs and Shaw is better than Fast Five or Seven is better than Six or like that. It just it just keeps on going. It, it, the story keeps on going. It deviates from the two characters, deviate from the Fast and Furious core characters, and, and it just goes. So when Fast and Furious came out, I watched the first one. It came out in like 2001. I, I was stationed. I was doing some training down in Biloxi. And it came out. We went to the movie theaters because there's nothing to do in the weekends. And I was like, oh, man. You know, like, we loved it. Like, all the guys were over, man. It's like, oh, this is hot, man. You know, fast cars, the pretty girls and stuff. Had a decent plot. You know, just some, you know, street races. And they were stealing. And then, you know, had its plot twist. You know, Brian was a cop, you know. Befriended uh, Toretto's crew, Vin Diesel's crew. And then you find out that it's really the crew doing it. So, you know, he had to, like, turn. He's starting to make friends. And then, you know, he's, he's with his sister, Jordana Brewster, you know. And, like... I like Jordana Brewster because she—that was Chuck's evil girlfriend. <laughs> Chuck, my favorite TV show, man. That everybody watched, but no one watched. <laughs> yeah, it had his twists and turns and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, and it was like, oh man, this is pretty cool, man. So when they made Fast and Furious two, like Too Fast, Too Furious, I guess Vin Diesel was like, nah, man, I'm too good for this, man. I'm gonna make Riddick movies and Triple X movies, and yeah, that that fellas to shit. <laughs> but uh, Paul Walker did Too Fast, uh, Too Furious. It's all right. It was cool, you know, but it's just like, I don't know, it just didn't really have it, you know, it just it didn't really just hold, hold it. Yeah, I guess he, you know, and they added Tyrese as Roman Reigns and they brought in Ludacris, Ludaduda, <laughs> you know, move, get out the way, bitch. And they brought him a, a, as Tej. Then Eva Mendes, she played the, the customs, uh, U.S. customs agent. Uh, what I didn't know, I looked this up, that, that, that Too Fast, Too Fair is actually directed by John Singleton. Did not know that, so... But, yeah, they, I watched it. It was cool. The stunts were a little bit better, but it just didn't have that feel, man. And I guess Paul Walker didn't feel hot about Too Fast, Too Furious, because then, you know, they did that Tokyo Drift, and he wasn't feeling it, and, like, so no one, no one's in Tokyo Drift. But uh, Justin Lin came in. Tokyo Drift is cool, man. That Lucas Black, 
Bow Wow. I guess you had to get a rapper to replace Ludacris and, <laughs> and, and R.B. singer Tyrese. And then, of course, you're in Japan, man. You need, like, a major Japanese actor. So they got Sonny Chiba, the Hans. He, played, he made the Hanzo sword in Kill Bill. And, yeah, I didn't know this. Uh, Sonny Chiba is the live-action Go-Go 13, one of my favorite animes. <laughs> Tokyo Drift, eh, you know, it was cool. But what really made Tokyo Drift was that uncredited scene where Vin Diesel reprises his character as uh, Toretto at the end, and like, I was like, oh, look at that, Toretto, so I guess you realize that, hey, man, these movies are not bad, you know, the fans want me to do these movies, and plus, because your other movies fell off, like, you, you didn't do Triple X 2, that was stupid, Riddick, after Pitch Black, was, was like, he took over the whole universe, like, that was stupid, so he went back to Fast and Furious, the Fast and Furious, they, they, it was like a soft reboot, fat, Fast and Furious, you know, Fast 4, I call it, um, and I got the original cast brother, and I remember watching that on USA TV. It was like, ah, this is not bad, man. This is pretty cool. They had, like, you know, the, the scenes in the tunnel and stuff like that. Like, the racing, like, well, they weren't racing. They, they were they, they um were getting drugs from this guy, Braga, because Brian is a cop again. And, you know, Letty died. And and so they, they try to go after this Braga dude and introduce Giselle, played by Gail Gadot or Wonder Woman. And it was cool. But the movie that really got me into Fast and Furious, man, like was Fast Five, man, the Rio Heist. And I, you know, that was that's when they brought the rock in, man. As Hobbs hunt down Toretto and Brian. And then with that, they brought like Brian's crew from Too Fast and Furious. They brought Toretto's crew from that they were they were still in the oil in in Dominican Republic from Fast and Furious, and they got Giselle back, Gail Gadot, and they did that heist, man, with the with the big safe running through the streets of Brazil. Yo, I was watching, I said, yo, how do we go from, like, fast cars, street races, to, like, big-ass safes, you know, going, you know, getting knocked around the streets of Brazil? I don't know, but I loved it. I think that's, that's when it changed, man. It's in, like, Furious 6, then they bring back Letty, and they bring in Owen Shaw, Luke Evans, right? You know, he had his crew versus Toretto's crew. I said, that character was cool, but they just, like I said, man, with, with the Hobbs and Shaw movie, man, they totally just, like, wrote him off, which is kind of fucked up, man. And so with his character, he brought in Deckard Shaw, who I thought was, like, the best character in the whole Fast and Furious franchise, man. They say, in that movie, that was just Transporter transporter versus the Fast and Furious crew. But what messed up that movie was the death of Paul Walker. So they, I know they had to change some stuff around. And it had that good ending, the nice feel-good ending. And he rides off in the sunset. But it, it, his character is really missed because like the, the, the Fate of the Furious, it needed Paul Walker's character, man. You know, again, especially if like Vin Diesel's character goes bad and, you know, they they don't, well, oh, we can't call Brian. Well, yeah, we technically can't call Brian because technically he's dead. It's messed up, you know. It's not too soon, so I can... <laughs> but, like, that, what I liked about the Fate of the Furious, they, they brought back all these characters, man. They brought back the two Dominican dudes from, like, that disappeared after Fast Five, after they got their money. Hell, they fucking brought back Owen Shaw, you know, <laughs> to help out. These Fast and Furious movies, man, plot continuity. Just throw that shit away, man. <laughs> now, I, I know if you listen to my Dark Phoenix rant, you hear me, like, bitch about how the X-Men movies had no continuity. Fast and Furious does not have continuity. The Hobbs and Shaw movie kind of play still messes that up. Like I say, they just totally just wrote off Owen Shaw, man. I'm gonna say that a hundred times. Totally wrote off Owen Shaw, man. Luke Evans is part, man. So like that faded furious, man. Like Atlanta had Dom's baby, man. Like, yo, he was he was banging her out in like fast five, fast six. So then like remember fast seven, like when when Deckard is in the Rock's office, man, she's in there and they get blown out the window. So like was she pregnant then? Like, did this baby go on hold? You know, and then Brian, Brian has the baby at the end of Fast Five. Brian has another baby 
in Furious 7, and then Elena has this kid, man. It's like, come on, man. So with these movies, man, if, if like continuity, man, just throw that shit away <laughs> because who cares? All right. You know, it's almost like a James Bond movie. Like most of the things carry over. Some things don't. But if you're going to nitpick about that, then yeah. And yes, I'm a hypocrite because I don't nitpick about the, the lack of continuity in the Fast and Furious movies because all I want to do is see Fast and Furious stunts and fast and cars and actions and explosions and the rock and Statham, you know, that's all I want to see. That's what I entertain. Like, these guys went from street races in Fast and Furious to, like, running from a, a, a nuclear sub in, in Siberia, Russia, man. Like, come on, man. How are you going to drive, like, a Lamborghini in, like, ice on Russia, you know? It, it's not realistic, man. I, and I don't go to the movies to to, to see something realistic. I Like, especially if I'm watching an action movie, man. I, I want to go and be entertained. Like I said, the, the, the Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw spinoff, it's entertaining. And, and that's all I really want from it. I just want to be entertained, and I want to see my stunts, and that's the bottom line, because I love action movies, and we don't do action movies anymore like we did in the 80s. And yes, I know, everything was better in the 80s, you're absolutely right. So, my overall recommendation for Hobbs and Shaw, man, go see it, man. It's the, I'm going to call it the Tango and Cash of the 21st century. There's some, like I said, like, they, they, they did introduce this new terrorist organization, E.T. Eon. I thought it was going to have a link to Cypher, you know, to Charlene Theron's character, but it didn't, or it didn't yet. I don't know. Maybe the next Fast and Furious movie, Fast 9, will do that. Who knows where, where, the, where these movies are going to go? Uh, who knows? It might go in space. It might shoot the NOS in space and have space races. <laughs> and, and you know what? If they do do Fast and Furious in space, I'm going to fucking watch it because I like all these movies. Because, hey, I like action movies. And, and, and that's okay to like dumb movies. That don't have continuity. So, bottom line, I was entertained. Go see it if you want to be entertained. If it's not your bag, it's not your bag. But these movies make like a billion dollars. <laughs> so, someone's watching them. All right, listeners, that's my time. In another episode of Omar Box with Joe Green. Follow me on Twitter, JW Green, G R E E N E, for to find out updates to future episodes. And I got links there to preview episodes. And you can also follow me on Facebook, J.W. Green, G-R-E-N-E, no four on that one. Uh, I thank you guys for listening. Uh, please subscribe if you like it. If you're not, you're saying, oh, yeah, piece of crap. <laughs> hey, well, hey, thanks for listening anyway. I appreciate your time. <laughs> All right, thanks again. I'm Joe Green, so my box, I'm out. Before you go and get to your next podcast, let me ask you, did you ever think about doing your own podcast? If so and you don't know where to start off with, let me tell you, I use Buzzsprout. It's very user-friendly, it's easy to get your audio downloaded, and the Buzzsprout team is passionate about helping you succeed. With Buzzsprout, you'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episodes. Buzzsprout will get your show listed in every major podcast platform so that you can get your message out to the world. So if you want to start a new podcast, just follow the link in the show notes. Let Budsprout know that we sent you. They'll give you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. So if I can do a podcast, you can do it too. And just remember, podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And Budsprout is the right partner to have to start your new podcast. So again, thanks for listening. I'm Joe Green, and I'll catch you next episode.